Welcome to the 27th episode of A Politic. We are engaged in a political discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to 10 minute increments. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and we empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society to the benefit of everyone. We're not just out for some people, we're out for everybody. The goal of this podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division in our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. And so we're going to look at various progressive principles as we are looking at the issues, policies, and programs. Some that are proposed and some that are being passed by the Congress and signed by the President. Some issues are being considered at the local and state levels. We want to look at those issues and policies as well. We want to look at it with real stories and real people, all in relation to our progressive principles. We're going to join Steve in a discussion of progressive principle number 15, increased international cooperation and reduced interference in the internal affairs of other countries. So thank you for joining us, and we're looking forward to this discussion. Welcome to episode 27 of A Politic. And today we're going to talk about the progressive principle number 15, and that is how we are going to go about encouraging international cooperation and stop the tendency to interfere in the internal affairs of others. We always like to think of the United States as helping other countries, but in fact, we have at times been very counterproductive and not helped other countries. We've actually hurt them. We've done some things that were very, very destructive in the internal affairs of other countries, and they don't like it. So what what do you have to say about that, Steve? Well, um, in terms of international cooperation, uh, as the 21st century continues to uh, roll along, it's, it's quite obvious that, that the planet is getting smaller and smaller in terms of how technology has so shrunk the nature of communication and transportation that um, it, it, it becomes more imperative that as the planet's population grows and the demand for food and energy increases, that international cooperation is, all, is going to be the only path down which the, um, humanity is going to survive. 
because if we're constantly fighting over a smaller and smaller pie as uh, the 21st century um, continues, um, it doesn't bode well because uh, international cooperation um, will stem the tide of international conflict. And so um, I think that um, it's just the age in which we live and the population growth of, of Earth that is is promoting that uh, international cooperation is the only true uh, North Star for uh, the human race. Well, I think you're right. And the old model was one or two or three or four countries would band together to try to conquer the world. But I think we've outgrown that idea now. And it seems like most countries recognize that they have to get along with people, but there are some very obvious cases where people still can't figure out how to do it. And obviously the Middle East is one area. There are areas in Asia that are still fighting, Pakistan and India. There are places where old wars have not been resolved, like in Korea. And uh, so we have a lot of work to do, but I think you're right that the shrinking globe is showing us that we've got to learn to cooperate and we've got to learn how to get along. Well, as, as you were saying, I mean, the 20th century was replete with uh, international conflicts that just rocked the world, uh, two world wars, a cold war. And I think historians will look back and say uh, that um, the human race uh, just barely survived uh, by the skin of its teeth uh, the 20th century. And um, I think that what earth has to lose or humanity has to lose now by continuing the mindset of the 20th century um the 21st century is not going to tolerate it um uh, there's too much inertia behind the science and technology of our age and as i said earlier um earth's growing population is just going to put more and more demands on food and energy. And if the only thing that we have to solve these problems is international conflict, um, then um, uh, uh, the 20th century may very well be um, a little late. It'll just happen in the 21st instead. Right. Well, the United Nations got a good start on outdating the whole idea of international wars. But now, again, with the population growth, with the effects of climate change, with the um, issue of how do we get energy to supply the world? How do we bring about prosperity again for the whole world, not just one or two or 10 societies, but really around the globe? We have to learn more ways to cooperate and we have to learn how to stop getting in each other's way. Well, the thing is, is that probably one of the um, the carryovers from the conflicts of uh, the 20th century is that there still is a mindset among basically the more powerful nations of the world that um, 
dividing and conquering is still seen as being, uh, you know, um, a prime directive. Uh, and people now, they don't necessarily meddle by sending armies across borders, which they still do. But now it's uh, through um, the World Wide Web and through uh, the electronic um, uh, communications networks of the Internet and the iPhone. And, and it's just... Um, uh, it's incumbent upon the individual to be aware and educated sufficiently enough to read something or see something and go, you know, that's not right. And I'm not sure that's true. I'm going to find out what is true and then get to the bottom of it. But most people in our age, they read it on the Internet, so it must be true. And, yes. uh, that, and that can be a very dangerous proposition in many instances. Very much so. So as we go on in this series, there will be times when we'll, we'll look back at some things that have happened historically and how we need to resolve them. So, for example, the United States can learn to get along well with Iran, that the United States can help countries in the Middle East resolve those problems, and other, again, other countries cooperating can have positive influences in Africa and Asia and uh, South America so we can help folks out. So, Steve, thanks for joining me for this discussion today and we'll move on to our last principle tomorrow and uh, then we're getting ready for the election coming up soon. So, talk to you later, Steve. Yeah, take care. Be well, Bill. Thank you for joining us for episode 27 of A Politic. Next, we're going to discuss the 16th principle of progressivism, namely how to increase spiritual awareness and tolerance of the spirituality of others, and also look for how to develop higher consciousness as part of that whole discussion. So we'll look forward to seeing you again in episode 28. Have a great rest of the day.